0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition, the next edition of Your Accountant's Advice, and I am your accountant, Chris J. coming to you live straight from the legendary WIGO 1570 AM over here in Rex, Georgia, and I gotta say that I am pleased to be back. I've been traveling for the last couple of weeks, so if you miss me, I'm back. Welcome again. I am the president and CEO of Jordan Enterprises, it's a full service accounting firm that offers services in business and individual tax preparation, financial consulting, uh, accounting and uh, business accounting and, and bookkeeping. And we also have a nonprofit uh, auxiliary auxiliary named Jordan Empowerment Financial Academy. That's where we train. And speaking about training, that is our topic of the day training versus education so we all know that is a lot going around in the news this week about president biden's um new bill uh forgiving student loans let me help you with some information on that president joe biden on wednesday announced his plan to address the student loan debt which includes debt forgiveness of certain borrows and extending the pandemic related payment pause now the president has already canceled nearly 32 billion dollars of the 1.6 trillion dollars of outstanding student loan federal student loan debts exp- um, by expanding uh, existing forgiveness pro- forgiveness programs for public uh, public sector workers or nonprofit workers, disabled borrowers, borrowers, and students who were deferred. I'm sorry, defrauded by for-profit colleges. So now, who qualifies for this this great student loan forgiveness? Now, of course, everything comes with a caveat. Everything comes with a uh, the, the 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 what has to be done, or what's the catch? Who qualifies? The plan applies to all federal student loan borrowers. Now, what does that mean? That means if you have a student loan, but you receive those loans through private lenders, you're not included. However, if you borrowed from the Department of Education, the federal Department of Education, you qualify on the front end. So how much forgiveness will you get? Now, of course, the plan is is enacted to forgive up to ten thousand dollars if you your income is less than one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per year and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, uh, or or twenty thousand dollars if your uh collected income or collective income between you and the spouse is less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year, and If you received any Pell Grants during those times, you will also receive an additional $10,000 in uh, forgiveness as well. So if you received any type of Pell Grants, instead of receiving a $10,000 reduction or forgiveness, you will receive a $20,000 reduction or forgiveness so with that being said what steps must people take in order to be in order to qualify or receive this student loan forgiveness of course there's going to be an application process application and approval process so president biden has already stated that between now and the end of the year there's another pause on student loan payments in other words you don't have to make your student loan payments but between now and then There's going to be an application process enacted so that you, if you qualify, you can apply for this student loan forgiveness. Now, but hold on a second. Hold on. Before we go any further, I think we need to take the opportunity to understand how we got into this position. Now, I remember back in the day, the saying was, once you finished high school, you got to go to college to get a good job. And if you didn't want to go to college, you got to get the hell up out of your mama's house or your dad's house or your parents' house and go to the military or get a job or something like that. So most people thought gaining an education was the key to financial stability and success in the future well as we found out that after four years of rigorous training and all of these classes that we had to take and getting student loans just to stay in in college we found that a bachelor's degree is nothing more than a glorified high school diploma that comes with a price tag now as a college professor for more than 15 years i will say that i was a part of that mantra that said in order to be successful in life you needed to go to college and get a college education. Even though I knew that during college, a lot of classes that you will take will not help you or never be used once you step away from that particular class. I must say that since my college days or since my professor, my professor tenure, I have recognized that that scenario is no longer true. I'll be the first to say that you do not have to go to college in order to be financially successful or be successful in a career. You do not have to sit in a college for four years paying astronomical amounts to gain education so that you can get a job. Why? Because employers are not necessarily looking towards which degree you have anymore. Employers are looking towards what type of experience and training you have. So how will this student loan forgiveness affect future payments for the remaining debt that you may have if you have more than 20 dollars or $20,000 in student loan debts? Okay, in the future, according to President Biden's plan, your student loan payment of the remaining amount will no longer be 10% of your income, but will max out at of your income now watch this. Let me go and help you and tell you before anybody starts talking about it in the news Let me tell you how other folks are going to get around this See when you have a business on your returns when you have a business a viable business on your tax returns And let's say that business took a loss that loss directly reduces your overall taxable income so with that being said, if you have let's say $50,000 on your uh, of income on your W2 job as an employee, but yet your business took a $10,000 loss, your taxable income depending on the situation will start out at uh $40,000. See, that's how it works. So if $40,000 is your taxable income, And your student loan payment per month, if you take that $40,000 divided by 12, that breaks down to less than $4,000 a month. So your 10% of that $4,000 a month, less living expenses, your student loan payment won't be as high as it has been in the past. So... When, when the application process comes out, make sure, make sure that you get professional help in order to fill out the, te- the, uh, the uh, application properly so that one, you can get your proper forgiveness and two, you qualify for the new repayment plan maxing out at 5% of your monthly income. And finally, for any borrowers that have less than $12,000 of income your max out period of course if they take the ten thousand dollars off your max out period that leaves two thousand dollars that your max out period is no longer 10 years it has been increased to 20 years but let me go ahead on and break it down to you borrowers i should say or lenders still are in the or in the business of making money they make money not on the principal that you're paying back they make money on the interest of the principal that you're paying back. So if you take 20 years to pay back $2,000, you need one, you, you need, you need, to, you need to, you need to, you know, have a conversation with somebody because it should not take you that long to pay uh, $2,000 back. It shouldn't take 20 years to pay $2,000 back. Pay what you can, however, pay additional if you have the ability towards the principal so that you can get that principal down and in turn lower your overall interest that will accrue on that remaining balance of two thousand dollars or less but remember nevertheless it's out there it's for everybody so when we come back after the break we will definitely talk about the differences between training and education. And this is very important. So come when we come back from the break, be prepared to get out your pencil and paper and change the way you think. Again, this is Chris Jordan with Your Accounts Advice right here at the legendary WIGO 1570 AM. Let's pay some bills and we'll see you in a minute.
1: I'm going to the mm-hmm. Oh man.
0: welcome back i am your host chris jordan coming to you live from the legendary wigo 1570 a.m with your accountant's advice and our topic of the day is education versus training now education versus training remember in the past the notion was, you must go to college in order to get a great education so that you can get a great job. Well, we have come to realize in times of today that that is no longer necessarily true. Robert Kiyosaki said himself between in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that an education meaning in a four year college means nothing without any action, which is true. However, if you are trained properly, success can still be on the horizon for you, even though you do not have a higher education. So what's the difference between education and training? And let me throw this other part in there as well. Let me add in development because development is just as important as education and training. But let me understand. Let me explain to you education training and development are often used interchangeably but what exactly do they mean and why is it important to know the difference between the three to help clear up the confusion about that what each term signifies is, we're going to ask some experts. well we're going to talk to some experts or talk about some experts and discuss the difference between the three so Development, education, and training. They're concepts that may seem synonymous, but still, they are as different as the arts and sciences, and yet they work together in tandem. They work together along with development to cultivate you as the individual, your individual, so that you can be your better you. So let's talk about development first. Development, that's abstract. That's abstract. Development is the nature of watching a skill or person grow over time. Remember that you should always be developing into the you that you want to be. Always. Development never stops. Just like education never stops, training never stops, but development is key towards your success. Let's talk about education for a second. Education, on the other hand, that's more or less a science. Education is the standardized practice of attaining a piece of knowledge or skill that will follow you throughout your life. That's education. Now. We all get different types of educations. We get educations in public schools as as adolescents. We also get education in high learning when we decide to go to college, if that's what we choose to do. We also get education from the school of hard knocks. If you out there in the streets, trust me, you being educated on what's going on around you. If you are staying home with your parents, you being constantly educated on what's going on around you and more especially what's going on in your parents' home. But education, when we look at it in the formal uh, the formal context, it's when you sit down in a classroom and go through a textbook learning the foundations of that particular subject. For example, you can get an education on history. Even though most textbooks will give it to you wrong, it's still an education nonetheless. You can get an education on the sciences or the math. All that is great. However, Ask yourself this question when it comes to education. What part of that am I going to use in my future? The numbers are endless. Of students that start college, especially now, students that go to college and start college and don't know where it is that they want to end up in four years. And in my own private opinion, that's where we are lacking as parents. We're not helping our kids develop themselves into whatever it is that they want to pursue or be when they grow up. Why? Probably because we weren't taught that way. We weren't taught to think about four or five years down the road. When we knew graduation was imminent and graduation ceremonies were coming, we had to start thinking about, okay, what is it going? What are we going to do at the end of the summer? I remember the day my mom told me, uh, you know, you you're your senior in high school now. You got to start thinking about what you're going to do because at the age of 18, I don't know where you're going, but you got to get the hell up out of here. So in my mind, I was like, okay living in new orleans the crime is bad so maybe this is not a place that i want to stay this is not a place that i want to be so i had to start coming up with a plan on what it is that i was going to do after high school i really didn't really want to go to college even though i was compelled to apply i didn't want to go to college and i received several musical scholarships to like florida a m southern but i was like do i really want to go to college and the resounding answer in my mind was no. So college was out of the question. But I remember hearing that in my in the back of my mind what my mom had, you know, what she was telling me. You got to get the hell up out of here. So in turn, the military became my refuge. At first, I wanted to go to the Air Force because, you know, they all say, if you want to, if you're smart, go to the Air Force. However, I got into a little bit of trouble. Remember that education from the streets that I was talking about? I was getting education from the streets as well. So when I got in a little bit of trouble, the uh, the Air Force dropped me like a hot potato. And then one day when I had decided that I wasn't going to be in the street anymore, I happened to be cutting my grass at my mom's house one Saturday morning and a Marine Corps recruiter pulled up to the driveway. He didn't say anything to me. Not a word. Not a word to me. He went in and talked to my mom. And then, you know, after that conversation, my sister came out to get me and my and I walked in, my mom wanted to see me. And I walked in and I said, "Yes, ma'am." She said, "Son, you going to the Marine Corps. This is the recruiter that you need to talk to." I didn't know what to say besides, "Uh, okay." I heard people in the Marine Corps at that time were crazy, but I knew they were disciplined. So I was like, okay, I'll give it, I'll give it a look, see, I'll see what's going on. So the, the next Monday, I think it was, or Tuesday, whatever day it was, I went over and sat down and talked to the recruiter. And the recruiter was like, don't let what happened to you become your destiny. Don't worry about the Air Force dropping you. They do that kind of stuff. However, over here in the Marine Corps, we're going to make a man out of you. And it was very compelling. And as it became compelling to me, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I got the hell on. I got out of high school and got on. I'm telling you, I joined the Marine Corps so daggone fast, make your head swim. Because it was my ticket, free ticket might I add, at least that I thought, it was a free ticket out of the Marine Corps. I mean, a free ticket out of the hood, a free ticket out of the ghetto, a free ticket to see the world that I had never seen before. For me, that's what it was. So my education in the Marine Corps began. Now, in the Marine Corps, training is paramount. You train all the time for the worst case scenario, not only in your combat skills, but in your daily job. But when I got out of the Marine Corps, fast forward 10 years later, when I got out of the Marine Corps 10 years later, of course, the notion had not changed that in order to be successful and get where you want to go in life, you was going to need some higher education. So when I got out of the Marine Corps, the first thing I started doing was looking for some college to go to, for some college to go to, to gain that education. Well, I looked into the traditional method, but shoot, I didn't have four years to burn because I still had to work. So I had to go to alternative measures to gain the education that I know I need, that I knew I needed, in order to be what I wanted to become at that point in time, which was an accountant. I knew I needed to get some type of education, so being that, you know, traditional college was out of the question, I went to an alternative college, not junior college, not community college, but in all actuality, a university or school for profit, a for-profit school where the, 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 the notion was, get the training fast and we'll help you find a job in your career. And that's where I did. That's what I did. I went to Asher School of Business uh, first, got my associate's degree. Then they said, no, you got to have a bachelor's degree if you want to continue to move. Then I went to Herzen University and, re- and, and obtained my bachelor's degree. And then in my dream of dreams, I wanted to be a CPA. So I had to go and get some high education. So I had to go into grad school. So I went to Keller Graduate School and got all the degrees that I needed. And then the bug bit me. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be in the good old boys club because the good old boys club is not helping my people. Yes, along the way, I worked in the field of accounting, continuously gaining the training and the knowledge that I needed along with this formal education that I was getting and the student loan debt that I was racking up. But then I decided to go out on my own. I left corporate America and jumped knee-deep into my own business. I took a step on faith, right? But then again, at the same time, I realized that a lot of the education that I had gained, I'm not even using. So then I focused on training. See how that works? Training. Gaining the experience that I needed to make myself more marketable in the field of industry that I had dove into. Training. So you're not going to hear me say that education is more in training. In all actuality, they go hand in hand, but you do not necessarily need to go to a four-year university to be successful. See, and I think that's where a lot of us, we have lost our way because we don't have a large or we don't have the ability to go to college so we like, well, shoot! If I don't if I don't go to college, then you know I'm just gonna have to struggle the rest of my life. That's not necessarily true because there are all kinds of trade schools that are still out there, um, uh, uh, universities where they give you the knowledge and certifications that you need in order to be successful. Had a conversation with my son just this morning. I say, son, does a pump does a plumber have to go to college in order to be a plumber? He says, yeah. I'm like. I ain't never heard of a a plumber's college, never. However, there are trade schools that teach people how to work with their hands and teach them what they need to know in order to gain their certifications to get out there in the workforce. See, that was taken out of our communities. So in turn, when that was taken out of our community schools and our public schools, then the notion of going to college was what we had to do, that racked up more debt for us. Now watch this are you free? What is your freedom? In order to be truly free, you cannot be connected to debt because debt enslaves you just to get it paid. Credit is nothing more than using other people's money to buy stuff or buy things and items that you don't already have the money to pay for. That's all credit is. But when we are talking about education versus training, my question is, is the return on the investment of the education worth, is the, if the training, I'm sorry, if the education is worth the price tag that comes along with it? And again, I would say no. So how do we continue on and be who we want to be and be, get to where we want to get to without a formal education? Let's go back to development. Now, if you really wanted to learn what was being taught in college, it's very easy to obtain. How many students throw their college textbooks away? See, you're gonna have to sacrifice something in order to get that education for free. That means you're gonna have to read the book yourself. You're gonna have to sacrifice the time in order to gain the knowledge that you so desire. And in order to get that, it's not going to come off the television. It's not going to come off of YouTube. You're going to have to get it the traditional way. You're going to have to learn. You have to fix your mindset to a, to a point where learning is top priority. Because the more you learn, the more you will earn. The more you know, the better you will be. And when you know better, guess what? You will do better. It just comes along with it. It all comes together. So when we're talking about training, education, and development, development is the foundation and the key. See, development will help you continue to push on. Yeah, it will. And as you continue to develop yourself, you will gain more knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge, which will lead you to train yourself on something better and bigger so that you can continue to increase your depth, See, we can't allow ourselves to get stuck in where we are. If you're not moving forward or if you're not learning anything more, then where are we going? In all actuality, we're going nowhere. Nowhere. And that's what we need to change. So after we take a quick short break, we're going to come right back and we're going to conclude this for the day. So give me a minute. Let's pay some bills. Talk to you in a minute.
1: Brother, save me so, save me so
0: Welcome to the next edition of the edition, this edition of Your Accountant's Advice, and I'm your host, Chris J, coming to you from the legendary WIGO 1570 AM. And today we are talking about education versus training, and we've talked about the main what the main meanings of education and training are, but at some differences between some core differences between education and training. Here you go. Difference number one. Training is the process of increasing your skill and knowledge to a better, for better performance while education is the process of developing the mental faculties of people to grab certain concepts in their field of study. That's one. Number two. The nature of training is job oriented while education is career oriented. Now let me explain that particular difference. Training is specific, education is broad. The more training you have the better you will be and sometimes depending on the industry That training will require you to gain more education. But I ask a question. Does education require training? Hmm. I would say no. Why? Because the training is so specific that it will elude to education, but the education is too broad to elude to training. Number three. Training involves practical application of the skills, whereas education involves theoretical, theoretical application. Excuse me. Number four, training teaches a specific skill. Training teaches a specific skill where education teaches general tasks. I'll be the first to tell you that as an accountant, in all the accounting classes that I that I took, getting through college, uh, undergrad and grad, it was more or less broad. The teacher, the professors at that time, couldn't give me real life, everyday scenarios that would help me understand the 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 topic that he was trying to deliver. However, when I was a Professor, that was my uniqueness that I brought to the classroom. I not only had the education behind me, but I had the experience and the stories to tell students or explain to students how how the particular topic worked together with other topics. See, that real-world experience is where the world is going. That's why training is so important and not necessarily a four-year education. Number five the place of training instruction is vocational instructions. Whereas educational uh, is is from educate comes from educational institutions Mm-hmm number six the objective of training is to what improve your performance and Productivity while education is basically just to develop a sense of reasoning and judgment but Does judgment and reasoning come along with training? Yes, it does. Number seven. (coughs) The scope of training is narrow, is pinpoint, is focused, while education is wide and broad. Number eight. Training is meant for one person, whereas education is for large groups. Number nine. Training is dependent on educational knowledge where educational education is independent of itself. Number 10, the term of training is much more shorter than the term of an educational process. Number 11, training prepares the individual for the current circumstances, whereas education prepares the student for the future. But the future also involves development and training. <clears throat> number three, number 13, at the end of the training, the person is awarded a certificate or a license, whereas education is awarded a degree, but the degree is not valuable. Number 14, the pedagogy of training is job experience, while that of education is classroom experience. So, in other words, and as I conclude, education, training, and development are not synonymous. They are very different. However, each one of them relies on the other in order for your life to be successful. Again, I'm your host, Chris Jordan. This has been another edition of Your Accountant Advice, coming straight to you live from the legendary WIGO, 1570 AM. And I'll see you next time. Peace.